You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, Andre! Don't tell me! Welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, every week is none other than Mikey, the Milan Miracle Man, Freddie. Mikey, how is it going? Did we already use that one? Uh, in a test episode, so no. <laughs> Wonderful. Just making sure. In an alternate universe. <laughs> I was like, I remember hearing that one before, but I wasn't 100% sure. It's totally fine. The Milan Miracle Mikey Manfredi is here. Uh, Mikey, do you prefer nicknames in the middle of your name or at the beginning? Like like the Milan Miracle Mikey Manfredi or Mikey the Milan Miracle Manfredi or Mikey Manfredi the Milan Miracle? Uh, I guess it depends on what the nickname is. Like, you know, like just put it where it fits. If it fits, it fits. If it fits in the beginning, it fits in the beginning. If it fits in the middle, it fits in the middle. If it fits at the end, it fits at the end. I guess that makes sense. I guess that is how nicknames work, I guess. Um, I don't Just know. Just do whatever feels natural, man. Okay, well, fine. Then the Milan, Mikey, Man, Freddy, Miracle. <laughs> Perfect. Flawless. <laughs> okay, well, then let's get straight into our pre-show uh, right off the docket. First thing, Mikey, any thoughts on Super Showdown? Nope. Okay, moving on to the next thing. SmackDown 1000, the thing that we care about the most, uh, will be next week. Um, what? SmackDown 1000. As of Sunday, what is day is it? The 7th? As of Sunday, October 7th of when we're recording this, um, it has been announced that special guests of The Undertaker. Nice. We knew that. Evil. Evolution that includes Ric Flair, Triple H, Randy Orton, and of course, none other than returning Dave, the animal, Dave Batista. I'm just calling him Dave. So it's like Dave. Triple H, Ric Flair, Red the Viper, Randy Orton, and Dave. It's going to be very interesting having those four line up there with the whole like randy orton being like insanely like uh legend killery yeah he's he's kind of back to his old roots and evolution coming back now just feels kind of right yeah it's and then rick flair is obviously and then batista whatever batista is going to be there and whatever batista triple h thing is going to happen probably uh well maybe i don't know what's going to happen what do you think what, randy orton is randy orton really legend killering i mean are you he's saying Ty right now is Ty Dillinger? Are you saying he's not a legend? Are you saying Ty Dillinger's not a legend? Um, currently, Anyways, I, currently no. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, uh, and be, finally, uh, what was announced today for us, October seventh, two days ago. If you're listening to this on the ninth, I guess of October, <laughs> if you're listening to this later, then sure. Um, is Rey Mysterio? Uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, and then oh, not only is Rey Mysterio coming back to SmackDown 1000, 
but we also have a WWE World Cup qualifying match with Randy Orton against The Big Show. Wait, wait, wait. What's the WWE World Cup? It's some crown jewel shit. I don't. I can't get into it right now. It's, it's another. It's another one of those weird supplemental pay per views. No, the WWE World Cup qualifying match is for. I believe. I don't know if they announced too many details about it, but I believe. Oh, it's at, It's going to be at Crown Jewel. Yes, I believe it's oh, like okay. a, a tournament at Crown Jewel. But you know, you know, Vince hates the word tournament. Yes, that's why it's a World Cup qualifier. Part of my knowledge feels like it's going to include people from around the world to be in the tournament, sort of like you know the World Cup. Um, yeah. I mean, so far initially, it's Big Show versus Randall Keith Orton. So, like, America. I guess that's the America portion of our bracket. And then there's going to um, be the knock America portion of the bracket where Shinsuke Nakamura wins by default. I I mean, at least we, he'll be on SmackDown. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> uh, speaking of SmackDown, Mikey, let's, you know, this is, this is a quick pre-show, but that's fine because Mikey and I really want to get into it and start giving you all some booking. Yeah, so we're Mikey, excited for this one. Mikey, with your cold included... Since you're rocking the cold, um, sniffly whifflies over there. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, if I sound weird, I have been with a cold for the past couple of days, so I am kind of sniffly and congested. So I'll probably sound worse than usual. Yeah, but you're here, and that's what matters, Mikey. That's true. Is that you're here? Is that is that we're despite our our, our colds, our, our our scheduling issues. We got a show coming out through the pipeline, straight into our fans, audience, where the hell you people want to call yourselves, ear holes. <laughs> the, the 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 booking universe. We don't write promos here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Mikey, let us book it. Let's hit those books. Let's do it. Last week. We had um, a, a, a row, rousing, Ronda Rousing. No. <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry. I had a joke. I had a kind of a pun in my head. We had a, an amazing episode of SmackDown Live, according to our fan poll, our various fan polls that you can find at Twitter. Um, at Twitter, I guess. Is that the thing? At but it, it would be at Hit the Books Pod. Um, so we opened up last week's show with a celebration. Carmella comes out who is the new women's champion, SmackDown women's champion. But she's talking about how she's the best women's champion of all time. And how, how Mella may just no... be money. It, it may, in fact, be mint. She has been minted. Um, she dyed her hair green now in our universe. Uh, she talks about how Flair is no longer genetically superior, how she has more title wins than Becky Lynch. In fact, more title wins than all the other SmackDown Live women's roster members combined. Who comes out to shut her up? Becky Lynch. She tells Carmella, put her money where her mouth is. Says that, and Mar- Mella, Mella basically says no. She's like, I'm the champ. You, she makes the matches here. And that's also wrong because who comes out next? The general Scrawl. manager, Paige. Scrawl. She comes out and says no. She's the one that makes the matches here. Paige, and she's making burn. a match for tonight. Burn indeed. If Carmella wins... She can pick her opponent, who she will be defending her title at SmackDown 1000. 
if Becky wins, she will take on Carmella for the title at SmackDown 1000. Uh, interesting enough, actually, Mikey, uh, in our review and uh, uh, our preview and re- results polls, this got a two on two out of four in the excitement psychometer, yeah. and a four out of four on the booking. Interesting. So no one was really excited about the celebration until they heard that Becky came out and stopped it. Yeah, and I see WWE this Becky Lynch gets ratings. The draw gets ratings. She's a draw. Um, plus probably that stipulation got people excited. Yeah, I bet. Um, next up, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sin Cara with Finn Balor sitting on commentary. Uh, at one point, Nakamura, I don't care, I can speak today. Nakamura throws Sin Cara into Balor. Balor gets up and Nakamura says directly to him, come on. Balor looks to be ready to fight, but instead he stops. He lies in wait. He turned Shinsuke Nakamura turns around and Sin Cara flies off the top rope, hits Nakamura, rolls him back in, Swanton bomb, Shinsuke Nakamura and wins the match. Following the match, Balor goes up to a now defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and says, just like Shinsuke Nakamura would, come on. <laughs> I can't do a good impression, Mikey. Can you hit me with that impression? Come on! Fuck, that's so good. Um, Excitermator gets a three out of four. Booking gets a three out of four. That's so pretty that good. Is, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Solid. Next up is a Survivor Series Women's Elimination Qualifying Match: Lana versus Liv Morgan. With Lana picking up the win with her Hammerlock Spinebuster, so Lana now moves on with Nia Jax to compete at Survivor Series. Wait, in is that what Lana's team. finisher is? A Hammerlock Spinebuster? Yes. How does that work? I don't know. Google it. Anyways, <laughs> on the Excitometer, this got a 2.5 out of 4, and also a 2.5 out of 4 on the booking. Yeah. Yeah. Sa- sounds yeah. about right for a Lana match. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to shit on Lana, but uh, she's not as much of a draw as Becky, according to our poll, according ooh, to our ooh, audience. Who would have thunk? Um. But uh, but it got people. It stayed in the excitement. They were like mildly excited, and they were like, you know what, that booking is pretty good. So I mean, that's that's good. Hey, um, audience retention. Audience retention. That is true. We did not lose people there. Uh, next up, the bar comes out. They talk about how they just are. They love a good fight, and the Bludgeon Brothers certainly brought it to them at Hell in a Cell. They they totally respect the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, and because they love to fight. They're issuing an open challenge for their SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. In the facest of moves. In the <laughs> in, in the facest of moves. Because nothing is more respectful and faceful than showing respect to a fallen team and having an open challenge for your titles. It's not wrong, I mean. It means every every new like face champion, if they finally won it, will usually do that yeah it is that is a weird thing at WWE's booking part uh who come out to answer that challenge none other than the revival oh yeah is that the revival thing no, that's sort of that got macho man no. randy savage a little bit um where does it go um i don't know uh they have the revival t- aren't on tv enough <laughs> jesus christ um sheamus however picks up the win by pinning dash wilder via the bro kick Excitometer, 3.5 out of 4. Booking gets a 3 out of 4. So we kind of lost people a little Boo. bit. But it was still good. 3 Sorry, out of 4 guys. is still good. It's not bad. 
That's not bad. I guess maybe the excitement of like who it possibly could be, and then sort of disappointment. Maybe maybe that's coming. That disappointment's coming from like the fact that like, hey, the revival lost. Yeah, it's the revival they lost, and maybe there maybe people's expectations were different than how they thought the, that match could have gone or who those challengers could have been. Who knows? Next up, backstage segment, Carmella walks over to the country club and says that if they want her back in their her match tonight, when she when she beats Becky Lynch, one of the she's going to allow one of the country club members to challenge for her SmackDown Live Women's Championship at SmackDown 1000. They agree. Booking gets a two out of four on this one. Not bad. Not bad. Next up, a Survivor Series men's elimination qualifying match: Rusev versus The Miz. During the match, Mike Canellis tries to slide the Miz some brass knuckles. But who comes out to stop him? None other than Dan Bryan. I had a little roll. Dan Bry. I had a little bit of a roll of that B for a little bit. I was like, Dan Bryan. Uh, Rusev wins via his Machka kick. Lana comes out, and the two celebrate. It's a happy Rusev and Lana day because they are both number one, and they are now both on the Survivor Series men's not both on the men's team, Survivor Series elimination teams, men's and women's respectively. Um, backstage, of course, during the match, we saw... Or is Lana on the men's and, and Rusev on the women's? Who knows? Um, uh, we're doing intergender. Let's start, <laughs> let's start booking intergender matches, Mikey. Hey, man, I'm um, not opposed. During the match, Elias and English watch the match backstage on a monitor at a very strange angle. Excitrometer, three out of four. Booking 3.5 out of 4. Nice, nice. We kept it pretty consistent. Yes. Um, finally, in our main event, Becky Lynch versus Carmella, who is outside ringside with the Country Club. Stipulation being, if Carmella wins, she can pick her opponent for SmackDown 1000. And if Becky wins, she will take on Carmella for the title at SmackDown Live 1000. During the match, the Country Club try several attempts, several different ways to get Carmella the win, but to no avail. Carmella then blames the country club, saying it's their fault for her not winning and calls their entire deal off. The country club then just leave. Becky Lynch, with country club gone, Carmella upset. Becky Lynch taps into that disarm her, and Carmella's forced to tap out. Becky Lynch wins. She will now face Carmella at SmackDown Live 1000 for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. The Excitrometer, a 4 out of 4. The booking. The booking gets a 3.5 out of 4, which is Damn very it. interesting. It's very interesting to me. People were hype and then sl- slightly less hype. They, were, they still were good about it. They were still good about it. Yeah. But it was very interesting to me. That we, didn't completely, we didn't completely drop the ball. No. No, but I mean, overall, last week's show, we're st- sitting on a, probably an average of a three here. It's pretty good. In terms of booking. I mean, we did a fairly good job of last week's episode. Especially with how our last few shows have gone. <laughs> what do you mean? I think all of them have been beautiful and wonderful and great. We have received a 1.5 at one point and maybe a one as well, but who knows? <laughs> but yes, so uh, that's what happened last week. Mikey, we got to figure out what's happening this week on Hit the Books. Or the go-home show for SmackDown 1000. Oh, or the go-home show for SmackDown Live 1000. Indeed. We have that coming up next week already on the card. Like we said earlier, we got 
uh, Rey Mysterio, Evolution, and The Undertaker all coming back. So we got to figure out that situation for next week. Um, plus, on the card, we have Becky Lynch versus Carmella for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship and AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Lit. It is, as the kids say, hashtag lit. Hashtag Hi, lit. I'm Uncle Ryan. <laughs> I'm the cool uncle at Thanksgiving. I know how vapes work. <laughs> uh, what, what are those kids doing? It's, they're flossing their teeth or something? It's, uh, are they are they blowing them that thick cotton? You know, back in my day, we ate cotton with uh, with pink and blue flavors. <laughs> Who decided that cotton candy could only be pink or blue? Like, why can't there be, like, a red one or, like, a green one? Like, why is it... Are those fun colors? I mean, there's yellow cotton candy, I guess, but, like... Why, why I actually saw white cotton flavors? candy the other day. Like, they didn't even bother coloring it. Really? Oh, it, it was, is it a thing you color? I guess it's... It was good. supposed to be spiderweb cotton candy. Oh, was it like a you read on like a hollow like a fall Halloweeny thing? Is that what it was? Oh, was that Shoprite? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the laziness in that product where it's like you know what? Fuck it! We didn't put any we didn't put in color. Just make it spider webs. It was like green apple too. Like out of all the flavors, you could have made cotton candy. Just make it green. That would have sold more. I like this. I like the spiderweb concept. It just should have been a different flavor because it's like, why is white green apple? Okay, well, if you're talking spiderwebs, what flavor of cotton candy should spiderweb be? Terror. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's book this show. Um, so that's what happened last week, Mikey. Do you got any ideas of what we're gonna do? We got to book two Survivor Series qualifying matches. Um. And some more stuff all over the place around that. What are you thinking so far? Okay, I think we need another bar open challenge because we can't just make that a one-week thing. I also agree with that. I also agree with that. So maybe we can start Maybe we can start that, the bar versus someone. Bar versus someone. Who's the tag team that comes out next? So who do we have at our disposal? We have the Usos. Yep. We got... Uh, the, 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 the only one I remember is the Usos off the top of my head. We have Slater Rhino. We have the Bludgeon Brothers, the Colognes, Sanity, and the Revival. Well, obviously it can't be the Revival. Or do maybe you... they answer it again. That might We might tell a story there. Do we want to do Sanity? Maybe. That is interesting. I, I, sanity is not a bad choice. Part of me is partial to the Colognes, um, naturally. <laughs> no, because if it's Colognes, you have to make the match not happen. <laughs> naturally. Um, also, I mean, the Usos. Uh, the Usos could be an interesting one. I agree. It is really up to us. Um, I guess it's sort of next, also because next week we want to have a special guest tag team, right? That would be ideal. That maybe would be, like that would be perfect. Maybe like Sheamus and Cesaro, the Bar versus like Batista and Randy Orton. I was going to say Batista and Triple H, but that's even also better. That, that works. And more just, and more just, uh, two people of Evolution. Oh, Ric Flair and his, and his full suits. Ric, Ric Flair, Flair, an American and, wearing and, a and robe. A suit. <laughs> Ric Flair and <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. I would love that so so much. Okay, so Cesaro and Sheamus versus someone. Hmm. 
who we thinking? I mean, it's really about sort of, I guess, who we kind of want to protect to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could do the Usos. Yeah, let's do the Usos. We haven't used them in a while. We have not used them for in a while, and I think maybe a, a, a ending the match in a handshake of respect could make the bar even more faceful. I agree. Okay, well, obviously the bar is getting the win here. I think we're both in agreement so, on that one, Mikey. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. So uh, when I say oos, y'all say o? Oos. O? Oos? O? Anyways. Oos! Oh. <laughs> what are they selling? They're selling oot. I love ooses. Hi, we're selling chocolate bars to raise money for our penitentiary. <laughs> you know, one time we went to Canada and I got the pet a ooze. <laughs> I got the pet a ooze. <laughs> hey, you know what I said after I pet that ooze? What? what? Oh. <laughs> oh. And that's the end that's of the, the podcast. End of, Goodbye, the everybody. It's show. been a great run. It's been a great run. This has become the season finale. This has become the, the, the show finale, finale of Hit the Books. Oh, my God. That is a wrap on Ryan and Mikey. That was amazing. <laughs> oh God, that was amazing. Okay, well, um... Jesus. Okay, well, let's get on. Uh, the Bar versus Usos open challenge for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. The Bar wins. Let's just say Cesaro picks up the pinfall here. The Bar barely wins. The Bar. Ooh, interesting distinction. The Bar. The Bar barely wins. Bar. Bar. Barley wins. No, that's a thing you put. You in tried. Here. Thank you. I'm trying to do puns today. That's my new gimmick barley um the bar barely wins but cesaro picks up i'm I'm just gonna say cesaro picks up the pinfall here against i don't know jimmy J. it don't matter they're twins they're twins i'll just say J. why not pins J. picks up the win he did it yes and then following the match the most important part of this is following the match I guess let's say the Usos go for a handshake and the bar greet them there. We'll get a respectful handshake from both parties. Yep. Uh, any other tidbits of information that happened this match, Mikey? Um, I don't know. I think that it's all the all the points of a good face turn. Yeah. Yeah. A long, well, hard fought to... match that both teams get up, the bar extends their hands. Usos are a little uh, skeptical at first because they're like, damn, aren't these the guys who kept beating the shit out of us a lot because they are, were bad? Yep. And they put their hand out, and then it's just a nice handshake, and the bar leave with their titles. Yeah. And, that's... and the Usos are like, good. And the Usos are like, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. They're down. They're down. They're allowed uh, guest passes at the penitentiary <laughs> um, to see <laughs> Seamus' grandmother, who was – who she – she was arrested for the, and, and put into the Uso Penitentiary for for armed robbery and battery. Um, it's pretty nasty, but she loves to fight. Um, new storyline. New storyline. Sheamus won the tag team titles by himself. Cesaro is his imagination, and he's part of. The, he's in the Uso Penitentiary. 
And the Usos let Sheamus win because he wants to feel something and he thinks him and Cesaro win the titles, but it's really just Sheamus holding up two titles. Can and we... Cesaro hasn't been real this whole time. So we're we're talking... Is this going into our category of Paige Bird storylines? Paige Bird? Page Page is a bird storyline. Well, that's a um, real storyline that we have actively been put using. That's true. It is. Yeah, she's on the phone here. Hey, hey, audience! The mystery person she's on the phone with is uh, a warehouse that sells a shit ton of bird feed. I was I was gonna say, uh, what what was that old show Harvey something the bird attorney at law? <laughs> yeah, that really old show on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I I barely remember that show actually. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hold on, I'm looking it up now. Or maybe she's just talking to Charlie from Always Sunny because he's an expert in bird law. Any of these options are essentially the amazing jokes. Yeah. Okay. Um. While well, you look up H- Harvey Birdman, it is Harvey Birdman. Okay, oh. I didn't want to say Birdman. It sounds stupid because it sounded. It felt like too obvious to be the right answer. Yeah, uh, but Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Literally, as I was about to say, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, Harvey Birdman popped into my brain. Not a lot of people are gonna get that. I think that was a, that was a lot of work for a reference that only a few people are gonna understand. That's fine. I live for those kind of references, even if I never <laughs> understand them. Um, okay, well, let's get some Survivor Series qualifying matches here. Um, let's look at the women's category. Um, who is, who has not wrestled yet? I guess that answer would be Sarah Logan. Wait, didn't she wrestle? Uh, in a qualifying match? No. We've oh, not in, a quali- yeah, not, not in a qualifying match. I thought you meant just like in general. Bailey, Nia Jax, and Lana and Liv Morgan. Only people who have not wrestled in a qualifying match is Sarah Logan, Becky Lynch, and Carmella. Well, ish. <laughs> Well then, well, beans. if only if only our roster did not do drugs. Yikes! Of course, I am alluding to Miss Charlotte Flair being currently suspended <sighs> for violating the wellness policy. Maybe we do the second chance match. Maybe Sarah Logan got a buy or something because there's an odd, odd number of people, right? Yes, that is true. That means because that means there would only be five. It would only be Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Bailey, Lana, Nia Jax, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody could have gotten a buy. We could say it was Sarah Logan. Yes. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like, maybe we have like Bailey versus Sarah Logan. Bailey versus Sarah Logan. Hmm. I guess. Or Liv Morgan. Or Liv Morgan versus Sarah Logan. Interesting. I'm trying my because brain's neither trying to of them of a, got a spot yet. My brain's trying to think of a way to include I, either Nikki or Brie Bella. Maybe that could be next week. We're gonna tease that. Oh, it could be at SmackDown Live 1000. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tease that in some way. Maybe we do that for like maybe we have like the last qualifying match and then the finals at SmackDown 1000. Well, there's no way we could do that because we would have to. Because we only have two women on the. Why are we even have like at this point? It's like. So who's on the team right now? It's just Nia Jackson, Lana. Yes. 
So that's one, two, three, four, five. So they all have to be on six. the team anyway. They're all going to have to be on the team. The only, the only one person will not make it on the team. Why are we having these qualifying matches? No. Shit. Because <laughs> Bailey, Lana, Nia Jax, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. That's the team right there. Carmella and Becky Lynch are doing their own thing with the title. Charlotte Fair is suspended. And Tamina's injured. So that's the team. Well, at the same... Oh, fuck. That is completely accurate. God damn it. Charlotte Flair. Well, okay. Well, there's also this thing of Charlotte Flair will be returning before Survivor Series. Okay, so we could... I don't know. So, the literally the go-home show for Survivor Series is when Charlotte Flair comes back. Hmm. But that is what? That is weeks away at this point? That is one, two, three, four episodes, including this episode, four episodes from now? And we only have five people to work with. Oh, man. We need a bigger women's division. <laughs> okay, well, then we have to do, we should probably do something of Nikki and Brie, right? Yeah. Maybe Liv Morgan, maybe Liv Morgan has her qualifying match against a mystery opponent. Let mean Sarah Logan? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Sarah Logan versus a mystery opponent. And it's revealed to be one of the Bella twins. And and Sarah Logan can look, but she can't touch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I like it when I say jokes, Mikey, and you just give me a sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part about our relationship. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess... God, an NXT call-up would be wonders right now. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what we're going to have to do, right? I mean... Yeah. So Sarah Logan versus Nikki Bella? Well, Nikki or Brie. I mean, that's the question. Yeah. Well, no, because you said look but can't touch, and that's Nikki's, because Brie's oh, theme song true. is Brie Mode. That is true. I hate that theme song. Me um, as well. I just hate Brie Mode, period. Yeah. Okay, I guess Sarah Logan against Nikki Bella? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Sarah Logan. I'm going to say Sarah Logan. Let's do, let's do, I mean, simple enough. We do Sarah Logan with Liv Morgan versus Nikki Bella with Brie Bella. And then Sarah Logan and Bailey could have a second chance match at... SmackDown 1000. So you're saying Nikki Bella's winning? What? No, I live live Morgan and Bailey, two oh. people who have already lost. Sorry, you said I believe you said Sarah Logan. I keep getting them mixed up. This is so bad. <laughs> one's a club club girl, one's a country girl. Liv Morgan, I meant to say, versus Bailey next week, possibly. Yes, but then we would, and one and then we would have to have one more qualifying match. Round out to five. Okay, I'm sure we can figure something out. Sarah Logan versus Nikki Bella. I put it in the main event because why not? Why? Well, I haven't got anything <laughs> better than than that so far, and that's and that is fair. A, for us. That will be a returning Nikki Bella. Do we want to? Do we want a little bit of AJ hype in this show? AJ, the, like. Mm. 
a little hype behind AJ Rollins for the SmackDown 1000 match? Well, last week we did throw in a video package of Styles and what this dream match will mean to him. That's true. Uh, do we want maybe like a real life like segment for this instead of just leaving it to video package? Because this is a big match, you know? Yeah, but the video packages are pretty good, though. They are, but I don't think that's all we could do for the build-up of this. Yeah, that is true. Like, this deserves more more effort. Yeah, that is, I guess that is sort of true. Well, let's still do a Rollins video package. Yeah, well, we can still do one of those. Yes. I mean, my immediate mind goes to a tag match of some sort. That's what I was thinking, as well. Um, putting them on a team together. Rollins and Styles, yeah, versus some other people. Yes, yeah, so let's then move. I mean, that feels bigger than Sarah Logan versus Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. No offense to Nikki or Sarah. Hmm. But uh, that feels like that will be something of our show opener and then the main event. That's what that feels like. Maybe, yeah, I'm going to say maybe I was thinking AJ could be cutting, AJ or Rollins could be cutting a promo. And it could be interrupted by maybe the newest, the newest, hottest tag team. And that is... The singing tag team. Beautiful. I love it. Uh, what, uh, is this the show? This is in the show opener? Yes. Okay, so describe what happened. Yes. Ingla. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate Inglias. Um, all right, so describe to me what happens in the show opener, Mikey. Uh, I think AJ comes out and he's all like, ah, "I'm ready to face, I'm ready to face uh, Seth Rollins." Whoa, AJ, you're back. <laughs> yeah, he came to my house this time. Oh, really? What are you doing up in 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 the, in the, the the New Jersey, Mike uh, AJ? Oh, well, you know, there's a SmackDown Live event coming at the Barclay Center. I thought I'd come check it out really quick. Oh, really? That's uh, nice. So so tell me, AJ, what, tell me what's happening on the show, the show opener. Tell me what you're – say again what you were talking about. Well, I was just I was just going to be talking about how great of an opponent Seth Rollins is going to be and maybe that maybe we could give the little the WWE Universe a little preview of the action. And, and the fact that maybe, maybe Rollins is great, but you're phenomenal? Yeah. That's an idea. That is certainly an idea, AJ. I do like it. I do like it. By the way, how's your family doing? Are they all good? Oh yeah, Joe. Joe came over. Uh, Wendy made him a cup of tea. <laughs> calmed him. Calmed him down real good. <laughs> it was sleepy time tea. It put him right out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I heard. I heard rumor that because Samoa Joe is your your family's new father. That you have to now get a a tattoo of Samoa Joe across your your your, your, your the side of your body. Uh, no, it's not the side of my body. It's actually he actually wanted to be a tramp stamp. Really? What is he gonna say? Uh, Joe is my daddy. <laughs> On above your ass crack, if that's not mistaken, that is the location of a tramp stamp. Yes. Okay, thank you, AJ. Okay, Mikey. Uh, AJ, can you get, get... AJ, please stop talking about your tramp stamp on this show. God, AJ. Uh, I can't believe we got him back. I don't want him back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Styles <laughs> talks about um the the match at SmackDown 1000, right? Yep. 
And the, and how Seth down live is the house that AJ Styles built. Ooh, I like that. That Seth down live is the house <laughs> that AJ Styles built. Monday Night Rollins sounds so much better than Seth down live. <laughs> yes. I am total agreement there. Uh Plus, uh, Seth is great. AJ's phenomenal. Yeah, all yeah, those, yeah. All those buzzwords. Yeah. I think Seth, Seth comes out. Yeah. He's like, maybe we could give the WWE Universe a little preview. AJ. God. Anyway. He's like, maybe we can give the WWE Universe a little preview. And then Rollins comes out and he's like, you want to go right now? Sure. We can give him a little show. Oh, and he so he's like, let's let's do it now. Let's do it tonight. Yeah, AJ's like, hey, why don't we have a match right now? Give him a little preview, show him what we're show him what we're made of. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it now. They're like, yeah, let's put on a show, and then who comes out getting jealous because they're not the real show? Wow. You know, it's like, wow. like yeah, let's put on a show for them, and they're like, uh, if they want a show. And they interrupt them. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Singing tag team interrupts them, and then they're like, they sing about how AJ's a shitty champion and how Rollins is all bark, no bite. I don't know. <laughs> some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And shit's on some sort of basketball team in the process? Most likely. Uh, okay. They, they say that, what, they said that they need to be the show? Or something like that? Yeah. If the fans want a real show, then look no further. Ooh, I like that. I like that line. If the fans want a real show, uh, look no further. I love that line. Uh, and they sing a bunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Elias uh, Elias plays guitar, English sings, bada-bing, bada-boom. Paige comes out with the Eagle Scrawl. This is a tag team match player. And then, boom, we got our main event. I don't want to, like, overbook this, but, like, hmm. No, I'll I'll let that be. I guess. I'm thinking like like since it sounds like my brain's picturing Elias and English on stage, for whatever reason. My my brain's also thinking about Rusev coming out and hitting both of them on stage. Mm, that's not bad. And then make it a three on three match, but then Elias and English need someone. And you need a mystery partner. And we already have a mystery opponent with Nikki Bella. That's true. So maybe let's just maybe I gotta we gotta include Rusev in on these angles because yeah we can't just keep having them we can't just keep having this rivalry watch each other backstage. Maybe Rusev is the what maybe Rusev gets involved in the main event in some capacity. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I guess so, maybe. Maybe he smashes the guitar over Elias' head. A guitar on a pole match. I guess. Guitar on a pole tuxedo match. Oh, interesting, interesting. In a mud pit, surrounded by Hell in a Cell. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, so then our main event will be Rollins Styles versus English and Elias because I don't know how to include Rusev in that one. I mean, Rusev is probably just gonna like come out and just attack English and Elias, right? Let's say Rusev's on commentary. That's I feel like that's our go-to for everything. Well, 
Uh, come on. You know how many people are on commentary during matches? There's at least re- once a show. That's true. Give it to Rusev. <laughs> Unless I can think of something better. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll keep asking about how you feel about English betraying you or whatever. And yeah, Corey, oh, that... And then, mo- and then Graves is like, he wasn't betrayal. He went off and did a better thing because Corey's heel and shit. Honestly, that would help our story a little bit. Yeah. Probably, to get Rusev's side of the story on this all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rusev's on commentary. Uh, what happens? What's the finish of this match here? If not the finish, is Rusev getting involved, I guess? What if Elias puts his guitar down in like the corner, and the ref is distracted at one point, and Rusev just clocks Elias with the guitar and sits back down? Um, will that be DQ, then? No, ref, what if the ref gets distracted in some way? Nah, I don't know. I do like the idea of of Rusev sitting at commentary and Elias comes over and they put their guitar stand and all of his scarves like literally right in front of Rusev. (laughs) Like on the table in front of him. Yeah, or not even in front of him. Like he's like Aiden Aiden English and Elias set a guitar stand like and stool or whatever next to... Like, literally, if, like, Rusev is at the end of the commentary of stuff in front, like, empty space in front of them, they set the guitar stand and guitar and a shit ton of scarves or whatever right in front of Rusev, just, like, blocking him. Or just on Rusev. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Use him as the coat rack. Oh, my God. The scarf rack, really. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, Rusev on commentary. Does he do anything during the match? Um, uh, maybe, no, maybe not till after. I don't know, because I feel like Rusev is the face, and we, he can't, he shouldn't really, like, interfere. I feel it's very heel with him. Yeah. Also, we need either Rollins or Styles standing tall at the end here. Hmm. Hum, 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 hum. Hummity, hummity, hummity. Hum, 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 hummy, hummy, hums. Hummy, hummy, hum, hum, hums. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. What if Rusev just, like... What if they're talking... What if English and Elias are just talking trash to Rusev? And then Rusev just goes over and just breaks Elias' guitar. Oh. Like, that, like, you know, like, he doesn't hit anybody with it. He just literally he just breaks it. He breaks it in half. Yeah. He just, like, Rusev crushes it. Interesting. And then English gets mad. Or Elias gets mad, and that's what costs him the match. Interesting. Yes. Yes. I like it. I think think Rollins picks up the win here, by the way. You think so? I think Rollins gets the pin. With a curb stomp on Elias? Yeah. Uh, can we make it English somehow? I guess. Well, how about how about? I mean, we can have. I guess Rusev breaks the guitar, and then they could both kind of get mad. Elias is on the ring ropes. He sees it happen because he's been yelling at Rusev on the on the ropes. He sees it happen. He steps down. Rusev takes the guitar, breaks it in half. Maybe they get in some sort of little bit of a scuffle. Aiden English gets distracted. Rollins comes over, hits him with some sort of ripcord knee, maybe. Then curb stomp, then one, two, three, pin. Sounds good to me. I like it. 
I like it. Rollins and Styles picks the win in the main event. When we come back, we'll book some more of the show. That's the show we're booking today. I, I'm not going to rap anymore. Uh, okay, we'll see you after this break. we are back mikey i think it's fair to say that after that match rollins standing tall and styles getting standing tall rollins definitely looking like a threat coming into this yes he yeah he's coming in with momentum rollins looking very strong maybe seth down live is here to stay i really hope not <laughs> okay uh well we got a lot of show left to book we got two more matches to fill up and possibly any other backstage segment. We got to have something of GM Page. Yes. Um, what we do we need think? a qualifying match, we don't need we, a men's for the qualifying men. match. Yes, we do. And preferably, I guess we both have a, a, a heel and face in this match. Um, uh, but pr- probably not so much, so much a big guy. We got Kevin Owens and Rusev, two big guys. We got to change up the style here. We got to get someone... Leaner and smaller, maybe. Um, who could that be? Who could that be? What is our match here? Um. Oh God, Drew McIntyre needs to totally be in a match. Yeah, we can't have Drew McIntyre in a match. Oh, we definitely got to have Drew McIntyre in a match. Are you kidding me? He's totally got to be at Survivor Series. Okay. Yeah, let's have Drew McIntyre in a match. Let's get Drew McIntyre in a match versus either we got these are the options. Here we go. Dan Bryan, Sin Cara, and Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt. I really like Drew McIntyre versus Dan Bry. Drew McIntyre versus Dan Bry. That sounds like a good match. That. Honestly, does the honestly I I'm high on McIntyre. Um, mm-hmm. It's a drug. It's a prescription drug, so it's fine. Um, I get it. I get it every Monday. I guess I don't watch Monday Night Raw. Come on, <laughs> Monday Night Raw is garbage. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fine. Uh, hire me, Vince. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wrote Dan Bryan on the sheet, by the way. Uh, in a Survivor Series qualifying match, a beautiful thing here. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so far she's qualifying match. Um, what happens in this match and who wins? I honestly feel like Drew McIntyre should pick up the win here. Think so? Have another big have another big dude on the team, even though you just said let's not do that. Yeah, but it's not like a Drew McIntyre is like a lean, muscly dude, while Kevin Owens and Rusev are more like like big dudes, like big dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. All right, yeah, I, I can like get McIntyre's that. McIntyre's a McIntyre's a tough boy, while Owens is a big dude. Yeah. So maybe maybe Debray loses via some sort of interference from Miz or Canellis, or does he just I lose? Think, I like the clean. I like the idea of the Miz not coming out, Canellis coming out, Canellis coming out like on his own. Yeah, like like the Miz sent him to do some dirty work. Yeah, that is interesting. And and Dan Bryan did ruin Miz's match last week. Or didn't ruin the match. He, if anything, allowed it to happen. No, fairly. but uh, he he ruined Miz's chance of getting into of qualifying. So I feel like Miz mm-hmm. would retaliate. You know, 
Oh, yeah, almost definitely. Um, so how would they do such a thing? Oh, because this could totally lead up to a Dan Bryan Miz qualifying match second chance. Exactly. God, our booking is so accidentally amazing. I mean, long-term on booking. On purpose. Long-term booking. Um, okay, so Drew McIntyre is winning here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens for to allow Drew to pick up the win over Dan Bry? Hmm. Some sort of Mike Kanellis interference. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's let's think of Dan Bryan's finishing move. Let's say he goes up to the top rope, and he okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, hit me. Okay, Dan Bryan comes up to the top rope. He's going for a flying headbutt, a move he should not be doing anymore. Which he did the other night, and it was scary as hell. That mother, I he should not be doing that move anymore. He's a child. There's no way there is, there is no way that hit correctly because it looked like Shelton Benjamin was supposed to roll and they accidentally bumped heads and it was scary as hell. Um, he goes for that. He's he's on top of going for the flying headbutt. Who comes down the ramp? No, yes. Who comes down the ramp? Mike Canellis. He comes to the ramp, stands on the ramp side apron of the ring, distracting the referee. Who comes out? Pops the barricade, comes out and pushes Dan Bryan off onto the floor. The Miz. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, or punches him with brass knuckles. Or punches him with brass knuckles. I like that too. The same brass knuckles he was gonna use to win the match last week. Yes, I love that a lot. He Which... comes out and just with like brass knuckles on his hand and just punches Dan Bryan and he falls off the the turnbuckle. Yes, like I right like into Drew McIntyre, right into Drew McIntyre. Yes, but I do. I do still think Drew McIntyre hits a claymore. Yeah, like like I I do. I like the idea of Drew McIntyre still getting his finishing move in. Oh my god! What? What if Miz comes out, punches Dan Bryan with the brass knuckles, and Dan Bryan he doesn't fall off the top rope. He just kind of gets knocked out on the top rope. And then Claymore kick off of the top rope. Jesus Christ. Like, Drew McIntyre runs up and just wham! And, like... Or, oh, like, he's, like... Or, like, he's, like, knocked out on the top rope where he's, like, leaning down, like, over it, but he hasn't fallen over yet. Yeah. And it's just sort of, like, it's, like, a Claymore kick to, like, the back of the back. (laughs) Yeah, and then he just falls off the top rope and, and just eats a pin. Oh my god, I love that. I love that whole finish. Like, while he's just, like, drooped over, like, McIntyre just, like, squares him up. I love that finish immensely. Oh my (laughs) god, Mikey, it's beautiful. I'm sorry, do you... I'm sorry, do you mean Dan Bryan fucking dies? (laughs) Dan Bryan dies. Gets hit in the face with a brass knuckle. He gets, uh... Claymored. Claymore off the top rope. Jesus Christ, my man. My Brian, take take the hits for the fans. God dang. Um, maybe we can have our backstage segment being um, Dan Bryan's backstage. Um, <laughs> and then they try to interview him, and he can't say words because he's probably concussed. <laughs> 
In kayfabe, he's probably very concussed. <laughs> Can't or won't, Mikey. <laughs> I'm telling you. Either? It's, it's a work. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. We got some sort of backstage segment of Paige here. I don't know where. Hmm. Do you have any ideas about this Paige backstage segment nonsense? Maybe Paige and Sarah Logan talking about the, or maybe Sarah Logan talking about her qualifying match, and she's like, "Paige, there's no one left for me to face. Everyone has already had their matches, and I'm the only one left who doesn't have a match." And she's like, "Just put me in the in the in the team Survivor Series team match." She's like, "Just put me on the Survivor Series team." I'm like, "Your only option." And Paige is like, "No, you have to fight for it like everybody else." Tell you what, I'll put you against the mystery opponent. Perfect. 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 That works. That works. Um, what is she talking to? Or, I was like, or maybe she's like, all right, fine, you could be in that. And then like she like she maybe she's like already on the phone, and then she like put like kind of like takes it away from ear for a second, and then she's like, all right, fine, yeah, that makes sense. You could be in the and then gets cut off, and she like goes back to the phone, like puts it back to her ear, and she's like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Or you could fight for it against the mystery opponent. Interesting. Like like the mystery person just like gave her like a quick note of advice. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I yeah, I got that. I got that. I like it. I like it, Mikey. Uh let me roll write this stuff down. Um Okay, well, with that all in, in place, I guess, we still have one more matched spot to put in. Uh, we got several things to happen. We could we could do a, a Carmella-Becky thing. We can do a Shinsuke Nakamura thing, U.S. champion. We got a bunch of other storylines. We could do something with Bray Wyatt. We could do... Um, Let's do something with Bray Wyatt because I feel okay. like we haven't touched on that in a while. And all of the storylines are basically pretty ready to go. Like Becky Lynch, Carmel is pretty set up. Like, yeah, the WWE championship match is pretty set up after this night. Like everything else is going to be pretty set up for WWE for SmackDown 1000. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I think we could do a Wyatt uh, thing, a little weird thing happening in a Wyatt Backstage or during a match? Hey, we still need another match. Good point. Do need another match. Do you have any ideas of what the, what that match will be? Bray Wyatt versus. Looking at this, we got a Mojo Raleigh. That's I was thinking Mojo Raleigh or Mike Kanellis. Mojo Raleigh or Mike Kanellis. Mike Kanellis can also use like the momentum of Bray, Bray Wyatt getting distracted to win and like keep his hot streak up. Interesting, interesting. I do like that. Well, don't forget, there's also the possibility of doing a, t- a single member of a tag team. Hmm. So what do we want to do? Oh no! I don't know. Hmm. I think Bray Wyatt versus Mike Kanellis isn't bad. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I like Bray Wyatt versus Mike Kanellis. I think I think I'm down with that one. Uh, and it sounds like we're having Mike Kanellis pick up the win here. Yeah. Um, which is good for him. Very good for him. 
Um, so how does he pick up the wind? What what sort of spooky thing happens with Bray Wyatt? Okay, okay. I have an idea. Bray Wyatt comes to the ring. Uh, he comes out. He doesn't have the he had well he has the lantern. He does the whole thing with the fireflies. Blah blah. blah. Yes. Comes out, blows the lantern out. Match starts, and then he set he's setting up. He like does like the bridge thing. You know what I'm talking about? That creepy like bridge thing yes. that he does before he does his finisher. Okay, he does that, and then the lights go out. Okay. And then, what comes on again? The lamp. But the lamp is sitting in his old rocking chair that he used to sit in. Interesting. And it's rocking back and forth and the lantern is on. Interesting. I'm on board. And like and that's that's like that's it. That's what happens. Like the rocking chair wasn't there when he entered. Like it was never there at all. Just a lantern. And the lantern he like put down on the stairs or something. Like we make it obvious he puts it down on the stairs. But then when yes. it comes on, it's on the rocking chair. I like it. And it's just rocking back and forth and the lantern is lit. And then Bray Wyatt is like, what the hell? And then by Canellas hits the power of love and wins. What is the power of love again? What is that move again? It's like a, like a Samoan driver-esque move. I think that's what we said, yeah. Let's just, can we make that a roll-up? Because I don't even know if Mike Canellas can pick up Bray Wyatt with that move no offense to Mike Canellas don't know how how strong he is don't know I don't think Bray Wyatt's that big uh, no idea I'm looking it up now I think with help he could pick up Bray Wyatt it's like a okay it's a it's like he puts him into a fireman's carry then does sort of like a driver like a falcon arrow-esque driver finish okay so do you just want to do a roll-up then yeah, because he's got to flip Bray. Okay, I mean, because if we well, if we do a power of love, we're showing off Mike Kanellis's strength, and I don't know if that's true. That is a necessarily a point for Mike Kanellis. I feel like it should be more something more crafty. Okay, roll up sounds good then. Yeah, which is still fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's still fine. Because I I do like the point you made where it look it makes him look crafty rather than like a powerhouse. Yes. It like makes that, him like look. Jugs... It makes him look more Miz like. Yes, which is the key, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Roll up sounds good. Okay. Um. And so, we got our card in order. We got all the matches laid out, Mikey. I guess what that is, what that means now is, it's time for the randomizer. Oh boy! Oh, the idea of. Of of having that anything can happen in WWE mentality is totally in play, audience, with our randomizer. Um, we've had um, uh, famously or infamously for us suspensions. We've had um, USA Network calling on us twice saying they want happy endings. Um, we got so many things. Uh, Mikey, I believe... Who did I believe it was me last week? Was that you? Was it yeah. me? Now? It was. It was you last week because I did. I did the Charlotte suspension. Uh, yes, remember? I did do the Charlotte suspension. Okay, if that was me last week, then it is your turn to hit the randomizer. Um, 
for us, Mikey, to figure out what happens on this show. All right, let's do it. Please don't kill my life. I'm trying my best. <laughs> I would love an NXT call-up, by the way. If you can somehow manage that, I would love it. So USA wants another happy ending. Okay. Okay, that's fine. We got this. You did that already. Yeah. Yeah, right? Rollins uh, winning? Yeah. Rollins and Styles winning? Yeah. And we break Elias' an English guitar. Yeah. That's a happy ending. That's a happy ending. They're not fighting. Rollins and Styles aren't fighting at the end. They're both respectively admiring each other on their victory. Yeah. We just make sure we hit that point where it's like they're make it all happy and friendly yeah. and stuff. Like a friendly competition. They raise each other's hands, they do the handshake, get they get all face. And boom. Yeah. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Okay, well then if that's it, Mikey, then let us let me hit you with that rundown. Yep. This episode opens with AJ Styles talking about his match of Seth Rollins at SmackDown Live 1000. Um, that 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 he that Seth Rollins may be great, but he is phenomenal. That Seth Down Live is the house that AJ Styles built. Who comes Why are out we next? still saying Seth Down Live? Because <laughs> it's a hilarious, terrible pun. Who comes out next? None other than Seth Rollins. He comes out and he says, "You know what?" Let's just do it now. Let's give the people what they want. Let's do this dream match right now. Um, it's the show. Let's make it. Let's give them let's a give show. Them the sh- yeah, let's give them a show. Elias and English interrupt. Said, "Say that they need to be the show. They are the show. The fans want that real show. Look no further. Uh, it's made later. That, or I guess immediately that they will have a tag match tonight." Rollins and Styles will team up before they face each other at SmackDown Live 1000 against English and Elias. Next up, Bray Wyatt versus Mike Kanellis. Bray Wyatt and the finish does his spooky little bridge thing. Spooky bridge. Spooky Lights bridge. Come at- Sp- Lights come out. They come back on his lantern and the rocking chair that he hasn't used in a very, 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 very long while are sitting on the ramp rocking back and forth. <gasps> Can the rocking chair be like covered it like look like it's been underwater for a while well shouldn't it be burned oh you right it should be burned because uh yeah 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 i was thinking because maybe it got thrown in the lake of reincarnation with Wyatt. i thought that'd be funny but burnt would be better because that's what actually happened i mean i know right i don't want to be a stickler on wwe continuity no i was gonna say because like i was thinking because like he got thrown in the lake and you know but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe the last time we saw the rocking chair was when Randy burnt down that house. Then, then it should be, then it should be. I believe, that, my, I believe you're that right. It should be like charred. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It should be essentially charred. Um, Lanchy comes back, rocking chair charred, sits on the ramp. Canellas hits him with a roll up and pins. Next up, the bar with another open challenge for the SmackDown Live Tag Team titles. Who comes out? The Usos. Very hard match. The bar barely ekes out a win. Cesaro pinning Jay. Following the match, the Usos hit them with that handshake. The bar meet them. 
Very, very respectful. Respectful all around. Very happy show. A little bit. Well, I guess Mike Nellis winning. Not great. Um, backstage segment, GM Page on the phone with the mystery person. Sarah Logan walks in. Well, I guess Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, the country club, walk in. Sarah Logan wants to know, hey, there, there's not enough women on this roster for for the, all these matches. Just make, just put me on the team. Uh, Paige is like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Talks, she's like, wait, hold on. Mystery person is like, she's like the Charlie Brown teacher. Um, Paige comes back. She's like, or I can have you face a mystery opponent tonight. So Logan's like, in fact, right now, I guess. In fact, right now. Perfect. Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan come out, and they are awaiting their mystery opponent. And who is it? Nikki Bella. That's right. The fearless one is back. Nikki Bella with her sister, Brie Bella, come out. In the Survivor Series qualifying match. Mikey, we did not decide on a winner. Right. We didn't do that yet. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What do we want? Who do we want to win? If Nikki Bella loses, she can come back for a second chance match. Possibly. First back down one. But if Sarah thousand. Logan loses, then she could have a second chance match versus Liv Morgan. But that also means Nikki Bella is on the Survivor Series team. But is that a bad thing? No. You know what? It's not. That's a that's a star power right there. Yeah, let's do it. Nikki let's Bella wins. Nikki Nikki Bella wins. Liv, Liv Morgan tries to ha- get a distraction. Bree stops that. Bree stops it in its tracks. Nikki Bella wins. Yes, Rack Attack 2.0. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um. Okay, Nikki Bella wins. She is now on Survivor Series team. What a wild night it has been. Even more wild. Next Survivor Series men's match: Drew McIntyre versus Dan Bryan. Canellas comes out distracting the referee as Dan Bryan's on the top rope, about to hit that flying headbutt. The Miz then hits Bryan with the brass knuckles. McIntyre hits Bryan with the claymore and pins him. One, two, three. Jesus Christ! The Miz in those brass knuckies. Nuckies, is that a word that kids say? Anyways, tag match playa. We got Seth Rollins, AJ Styles versus English and Elias. Elias and English. With Rusev on commentary. Elias and English. Elias and English. Elias and Rusev begin to argue. Rusev picks up that guitar, breaks it. They start scuffling. Rollins hits Aiden English with that ripcord knee. Curb stomp. One, two, three. Pin. AJ Styles and Seth Rollins stand tall at the end and respectfully allow each other to celebrate. No fighting happens in between them. Just respectful hand-raising, hand-shaking. What? Everything under the sun. They all stand tall. It's all happy-goey into, I guess, our next episode, which will be the go-home episode? No, it's next week. Oh, my God. Crazy. The go the, the SmackDown Live 1000 show is next week. We're headed straight there. Oh my god, Mikey! I'm so excited. I'm hype. I'm very very hype. I think I peaked a little bit on that one. I think I peaked a little bit on that one. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, thank you all for listening to Hit the Books. Uh, for more wrestling fun, you can be part of the booking community and head on over to Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Be a part of those preview and review polls where you can vote and how ex- uh, vote help out the excitometer see how excited you are about these matches uh vote in the booking polls or re- review polls to see 
We want to know how what you thought of our booking, I guess you could say. Those sort of things obviously help us decide where we are going, what's going on. Last one was sort of like, okay, good. So we're on the right pathway, I guess. We're, we're doing something good. And it's all up to you, audience. It's all up to you sort of decide. You, you, you have a little bit of say of what can happen in this show. If you have any ideas, just like if you have if you have any ideas to put into the show itself, you can add them directly into our randomizer. You can tweet them at hit the books pod and we will put them into our list. Shouting you out when that randomizer has chosen and we are forced to do it in that process. It's terrible. It's disgusting. I I hate the randomizer of my entire being, but I love Don't you. Let audience. it hear you. Let it hear you. Um. Hit us with that subscribe and follow and all that stuff on iTunes, Google Play Music Store, Spotify. Do they do that? I probably. There's probably some sort of like button. Uh, anything. Show people the love you have of Hit the Books. Leave us a review on iTunes especially. It's very important for us. A, a budding beginner show. Mm-hmm. That is all for this week's episode. Mikey, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling like people need to leave us some five-star reviews so we're not just podcast jobbers. I love that. I love that so much. Please, five meatballs at least. At least five meatballs. Uh, until next time, everyone, we've got two words for you. Book it. Book it.